You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with chiropractor Dr. Greg Rubenstein. Dr. Rubenstein is the founder of 57th Street Chiropractic, located in the heart of Midtown Manhattan, where he has been practicing since 1993. He specializes in pediatric and family care, and Dr. Rubenstein is a long-standing member of the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. He has been serving as Vice President of the New York Chiropractic Council. For his hard work and dedication, he was selected as the recipient of the Beacon Award, which is the highest award given by the New York Chiropractic Council, also known as the Chiropractor of the Year for New York State. He's done extensive work in Ethiopia, bringing pediatric chiropractic care to impoverished children. Dr. Rubenstein is widely considered to be one of the top chiropractors in the U.S., and he's also a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today we're going to talk about a very important topic. How does chiropractic work? Hi, Dr. Rubenstein. How are you today? I'm doing great, Liz. Good morning. Thanks for having me on again. It's great to be here with you. Well, thank you so much for joining me. So could you start us off by giving us a basic understanding of what chiropractic care is? Sure. That should be pretty easy. I've been doing it for just about 30 years now, so if I don't know by now, I might be in a little bit of trouble. Um, But a basic understanding of what chiropractic is, you know, if you walk up to um, 9 out of 10 people on the street and you ask them what a chiropractor is, most people are going to tell you that chiropractors are back doctors. But what I'm here to share with you is that it's really more about your nerve system. Now, Chiropractors make adjustments to the spine to correct the alignment, but the reason for that is really important. Typically, we'll see stress, tension, poor posture, accidents, falls can create misalignments to the vertebrae, and that can happen to children as well as adults. When the vertebrae misalign, they actually irritate the same nerves that they're designed to protect because the spinal cord runs down through the center of the vertebrae, and exiting from in between two adjacent vertebrae are these delicate spinal nerves. Now, when those bones misalign, it can put pressure or irritate them, which changes the communication in that nerve. It creates static in the line. So a message that originates in your brain that's going to your stomach to help you digest food might be blocked out or dammed back, and that message doesn't get through, and that's going to cause problems with digestion. So it's really about removing the irritation to the nerves themselves to allow your body and your nerve system to heal, run, and regulate your body. Because really when you think about it, everything is controlled by the brain and the nervous system. So the better the flow of information from the brain to the tissue cell and the better the flow of information from the tissue cell back to the brain will keep the body in that condition of homeostasis or balance where it's healing, running, and regulating optimally. So chiropractic basically works by optimizing the nerve system's communication in the body to make sure that your body is healing, running, and regulating at its optimum potential. I think that's the simplest and best way, but most people tend to think about chiropractic as just about care for back pain and neck pain. And while chiropractic is great and helps tons of people with those conditions, 
it's so much more important to remember that if you're only using chiropractic for your back aches and neck aches, you're probably only getting 10% of what we have to offer. Right. Okay. So for someone with back pain, how does chiropractic care work to help alleviate the pain? Well, that's a really good question, and I kind of touched on that. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, if a vertebrae is misaligned and it's pinching a nerve, it causes pain or discomfort, right? If there's enough pressure on something that you know carries those messages and it gets irritated, the pain receptors fire, and the pain message goes up to the brain. Now, with chiropractic, if we can realign the vertebrae and get some of the pressure or irritation off that nerve, obviously that pain should start to go away once we alleviate that pressure. But it also sets the body up to win because when we get pressure off the nerve, understanding that your nerve system regulates the healing and the tissue repair in your body, it's actually going to go more efficiently and smoother so your body should heal faster than when it has pressure or irritation to the nerve system. That's why a lot of people will come to me, they've had back pain for years and years and years, and though it might wax and wane in their certain days where they might not have any, any discomfort, it never really goes away because the body's ability to heal is impaired when there's pressure on those nerves. So by clearing the pressure off the nerves, that should alleviate some of the discomfort and set the body up in a condition where it can heal and regulate itself at its optimum potential and that's what helps healing go a little bit faster. And that's why people do so well under chiropractic care. And how does upper cervical chiropractic work? And what conditions does it help with? So upper cervical chiropractic work is extremely important. Um, it, it's hard to do it without pictures and to really show the anatomy. But upper cervical pertains to C1 and C2, which are also known as the atlas and the axis. The top cervical vertebrae is the one that your globe or your head sits on, and that's why they call it Atlas. If you've ever seen a statue of Atlas, he's got the world on his back. So our globe or our world, our head, is situated right on top of that first cervical vertebrae. Now, that vertebrae is the most freely movable vertebrae in the body, hence it becomes the most vulnerable to getting misaligned or what we call subluxated. And because where it sits, right at the very top of the spinal column, right next to the brain stem, if that is misaligned, it can put pressure or cause irritation in the brain stem area. And the brain stem is basically the seed of life. Everything that goes on in your body is basically regulated at the brain stem level. It's not in the cerebral cortex where we do all our thinking. Um, it's really more at the center of the, of the, uh, of the brain, what they call the um, like primitive brain or the brain stem. And when you look at, you know, animals that we consider lower, like, you know, cats or dogs or birds, their cortex isn't as big. But the brain stem in relationship is always comparable in size because that's what basically runs, regulates, and controls everything. You could actually cut away the entire cerebral cortex. That person would never move, walk, or talk again, but their body would continue to function run, heal, and regulate itself as long as the brainstem is intact. So upper cervical chiropractic focuses on alleviating pressure there. And because every nerve in your body passes through the ring of atlas, you can affect things going down all the way to the toes or all the way up to the nose by working with that upper cervical area. As a matter of fact, when we look at someone like Chris Reeves, we saw that he had damage to the upper cervical region and look how it affected his body. He couldn't use his legs 
but that's not really the, where the attachment comes from, right? He couldn't use his arms. He couldn't use his lungs. It was really about the pressure at the highest level in the upper cervical spine. So because of the intense amount of neurology in that area, pressure in that area has much more deleterious effects on your health, and that's why it's so important to keep that upper cervical spine clear. All right. So what type of tools, instruments, or equipment do chiropractors use, and how do they work? Those are good questions, and there are a lot of different tools, instruments, but really when you think about it, the word chiropractic, literally, chiro is the Greek word for hand, and practic is the Greek um, root for practice. So it literally means to practice by hand. So the founders called it chiropractic because they literally meant for it to be practiced by hand. However, over time, other instruments and things have come into chiropractic that are excellent tools that we can use to help people in different ways because not everyone is comfortable with some of the what we call osseous techniques that put some pressure into the spine so there are light force and low force and no force techniques that we can use. Um, one of them uses a series of blocks um, called SOT or sacral occipital technique and those blocks what we do is we wedge them underneath the pelvis and we can use gravity to move the bones. It's a slower process and they rest up on these blocks and we let gravity reset the position. We also have um, a technique called activator which uses an activator mallet which is a little bit of a spring load thing which looks kind of like at the end of it like a doorstop and it puts a little bit of a recoiled force in there, but it's much gentler and a little bit more precise when it comes to people who may have conditions that are a little bit more sensitive. It's a way to get a higher PSI or pounds per square inch into a smaller area without actually having to move the structures involved surrounding the area, which makes it a little bit more comfortable. And that's also another excellent technique. The other instruments that we use is we use thermography which is an excellent tool to determine where subluxations are, when they're happening, and also a good way to determine if that patient is clear. Because there are times when people will come into my office with conditions or discomfort, but they don't need an adjustment that day. If everything is lined up and there's no interference to the spine, it's kind of like going to the dentist and him saying, hey, there's no cavities. So instrumentation um, there are things called the subluxation station and different types of instrumentation and thermography, which will let you know, um, you know, if the patient is clear or if there's interference present. So those things are excellent tools in determining how um, healthy someone is or how healthy their spine is to determine if they're clear. X-rays is a very another import, uh, important tool that we use um, in determining where the misalignments are, what the pattern is, and also to determine how healthy the bones are, which may um, skew which technique you decide to use with that individual patient. Obviously, a 90-year-old woman who has, you know, osteoporosis, you're going to use different technique with her than you would with an 18-year-old football player. So it's important to know, you know, which um, techniques will be more effective with, with which patients and how to modify your technique to make sure that they're safe and effective for everyone. Um, we use drop pieces. Um, we have a special piece on the table that drops away for the expecting mom. Uh, so when we work with pregnant um, women, this piece drops out and supports the baby and they can lie comfortably flat without putting any pressure on the baby or any other vital organs. Um, so we do a lot of drop work. Um, we use upper cervical toggle pieces, which um, 
are set to rise up and drop down, and we actually use the acceleration of the table and the drop piece to make the corrective adjustment instead of using just pure energy. So there are a lot of different tools that people use um, you know, in chiropractic. In our office, we primarily stay with the hands. We use the drop work for the expecting ladies, and we use some activator, incorporate a little bit of SOT. So we use these other techniques when necessary, but our primary technique is to deliver care by hand just the way they did it 128 years ago. Okay. And you mentioned your work with pregnant women. So my last question is, how does chiropractic work to help pregnant women have an easier pregnancy and delivery? Cool. Well, the obvious one, you know, when pregnant women are coming to the office, a lot of them are in pain, right? They've gained 20 or 30 pounds. Their center of gravity moves to the anterior. It loads up the spinal joints and the lumbar spine a lot differently, and they can get a lot of discomfort. And when you're expecting, you just can't be popping pain pills and other medications because those medications will cross the placental barrier and they'll affect your your growing fetus or the, the growing baby inside. So one of the great things about chiropractic is we can alleviate some of their discomfort without using drugs. So that's an awesome tool to help um, expecting moms be more comfortable during pregnancy. And the other thing that we utilize is something called the Webster Technique. Now, we've done a whole blog, I think, in the past about the Webster Technique, but it's a series of contacts to relax ligaments and some drop work to realign the pelvic and the pelvic girdle to really create as much space as possible to prevent something called intrauterine constraint. That means that there's not a lot of room inside the mom and the baby might have trouble turning or getting into the head down position. And a lot of um, OBGYNs will classify them, you know, as, as a pregnancy that is breach. And a lot of times, as long as we can keep everything lined up and make sure there's enough space, um, using that technique, it optimizes the space inside the mother's womb, which allows the baby to, to position uh, usually head down um, a lot of times when they're presenting breach throughout the pregnancy, but it's not really a technique that turns the baby. All we do is create the optimal situation inside the womb by using those contacts and relaxing the um, uteral sacral ligaments and the round ligament and making sure everything else is aligned, and that usually results in the optimized birthing position and allows the mom to have a more comfortable pregnancy and usually allow them to deliver vaginally. And that's a really important thing. I tend to work and attract a lot of what I call, uh, for lack of a better term, the crunchy moms who, you know, want to have that natural birth or seeking to have a home birth. And the Webster technique really stacks the deck in their favor to have the birth that they want. We get tons of referrals from uh, midwives, doulas, the prenatal yoga center, um, and even a handful of OBGYNs. So a lot of women are turning to chiropractic to help them with the discomfort and making sure that they have the natural birth that they're looking for. Um, it's much more detailed and goes beyond the scope of today's topic, but we can always revisit that at a later time. Mm -hmm. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Rubenstein. We know you're busy, so I want to thank you for your time and all your help today. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with Dr. Greg Rubenstein, you can either go online to www.chiropractormidtown.com or call 212-977-7094 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our entire team, we want to thank you for listening. And we look forward to bringing you more top quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to... 
RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.